the Wombat ask the musical question, is this what it feels like to feel like this? We find two out of the three Wombats, Tord and Dan, jet-lagged in Adelaide, but keen to reflect on a very busy year that found them with a number one album, a world-conquering tour, and the biggest gig of their lives. So let's get into it. Ecstasy, tragedy, doom. I summon monsters to the back of your hotel. I think I might have arrived too soon. I hear the birds harmonize between your yells. Yeah, it's been a hell of a year. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, coming, it's even more special coming off the back of the pandemic. Um, right. You know, to, to go from two years of no touring and no real activity because um, we were just writing in the background, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to suddenly all systems go, tour in the world, number one album. But uh, also, yeah, also like thing, yeah. new things happening, you know, we're, we're playing the biggest show that we've ever done in London, you know. like That's the, right, the, the O2 the, thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So so, so it's, it seems to be like, it seems like it's, it's kind of like, you know, we're coming back to do what we love, but we also right. like do it, it's even like, you know, gone up like a step since last time we did it. So right. that's all been like mind blowing, and yeah, it's been such a good year, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. And let's face it, a lot of bands when they get to be having been around for fifteen years plus, they start to kind of lose momentum or lose their way a little bit. It doesn't feel like you guys are suffering from that at all. How do how are you? Do you think about that? Do you talk about that? I think every album that comes out, we just we put everything into it and um, and everything into the touring, and it's just kind of. We've got, I think all musicians have that sense of like, you never know how the next album's going to do. As you say, lots of bands' careers kind of like have dips and, you know, up and down kind of thing. And I guess. And it's not, we can't really control that anyway. You, you know, like what we can really do is to focus in on like making the albums as good as they can be. And right. Like, and every you know, show as good as it can be. And like, I think that just stands you in good stead if you just try and keep it as like positive and as you know, creative and as adventurous as you possibly can and and try not to kill each other. (laughs) That's always a plus. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it's best that there's only three of you because there's one less, usually the band four or five, you got less chance of uh, any kind of calamity like that taking place in the band, but there you go. Has it always been the idea of being a three piece? Is that the way you wanted it to be? Well, we started mm-hmm. as a four-piece. Oh, um, there you go. <laughs> that was the kind of like, first year we were four. We had another guitarist. And, right. um and, and then he sort of like, well, he had to go away. He, he was American, so he moved back. Well, yeah, that's a reason. <laughs> he moved back for six months. And in that time, we had, um, you know, we, we had lots of gigs lined up. We had, you know, recording sessions, we were writing songs. And we um, kind of started to put backing vocals in you know instead of the guitar parts right and and that kind of like created that sort of you know the more like backing vocally kind of element of the band right or, you know, you know the, that element that was in the earlier songs i suppose um gotcha and so that so that that's kind of how how it ended up being a three-piece because we really liked how that was sounding and felt like it was you know fun and unique and yeah it was it was working mm. All right. Now I got to ask you, who is responsible for titles of the songs? Because some of them go on forever. (laughs) (laughs) Is this what this feels like to be like this? Uh, I think my mind is made, it's mind made up. I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> You'd have to take that up with Murph. Okay, I thought it might be the case. Well, we can talk about him because he's not here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so how no, does the I'm, process work? I, he's writing the songs. He gives them to you. You write them together. How, how does it all work out these days? Has it changed over the years? Yeah, every song is kind of like slightly different in um, how either complete a song is or how, you know, it could be a musical idea that one of us has had or both of us have had or a jam session that the three of us have had that we get excited about. And um, right. But what, however the first stage of the song happens, the lyrics are pretty much like 99.9% a Murph. And with the titles and the lyrics, like he's always, you know, he's got his own like <laughs> very distinctive way of writing songs um, right. and often like i feel like the those slightly longer type i mean there's also a song on the album called wildfire you know so there's some songs where it's very short it's worry worry <laughs> there's you know, a demon there's, on the EP, um, right there's, so but there's certain songs where like exactly yeah. you know <laughs> and so i think right. like it's whatever makes most sense for the song and often it's like it's kind of just the long titles because they're long almost like they make you go huh What's the, you know, so in it, and it it gives you an idea of what the songs what the songs about straight away, which kind of I think we all really like, um, and it just keeps it keeps it interesting for us. It's like, what if we called the song this, and we're like, yeah, fucking definitely, hundred um, percent. All right, yeah. So with the EP, my understanding is that you toured uh, took it uh, took the tracks and mixed it on your own in Norway. Why did that? If if it's true, why did you choose to do it like that? It's not. It's not. It's not fully true. It was only one. Ah, song. I know it. Um, that, <laughs> yeah, it was only one song, um, which is the first kind of like song that I've mixed for for the band. So that was right. good fun. Uh, it's the same old damage, but uh, yeah, no. But it's, it's also the first song that we. It was a dem. It was like a demo that we'd done that. Um, I just like programmed the drums because there wasn't a drum kit in Murph's like sort of little studio, um, and then but we you know. I think all of us felt like that song had something really worth like finishing off. And it was obviously in the sort of pandemic, we went together. Yep. And I just went into the studio, like recorded drums, sent them over to the tour. And then he was like, you know what? Apart from re-recording a couple of things, I can make this sound really good without having to re-record like everything again. Um, and when he sent it back, it was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like we don't need to do anything more, which doesn't happen very often. Cause like, even when we go in with Mark, um, Mark crew, like the producer that we work with, yep. we co-produce most things. And like a, a lot of the songs, like they can, we have a starting point that we use as a template and we don't, Mark's great with that. He doesn't necessarily, um, he's like, I mean, we don't need to replace that piano. We don't need to replace that bit. We, and we have a really strong idea usually of like, I want to do the drums again and he's you know i want to do the bass again i'm not happy i've changed a few notes here and blah 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 and yeah right pretty, so pretty hands-on and and, it, and it's great working with mark in that sense because he he's totally cool with that yeah know? but you know some other producers aren't you know they they want to do their thing and you know so that that's working for us that collaborative sort of way yeah of doing right, production. Right. cool so are you thinking about the next record already Uh, very distantly in the back of the minds, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about yeah. we're we talking about we right. starting writing anything, but it's uh, it's definitely like something that we are thinking about and want to you know book in some sessions for early next year. Yeah, so, yeah. So when you're done with Australia, where where do you head to next? Are you going home for the holidays? Or are you working through? 
yeah home for the holidays um we've all got a bit of time off uh and then yeah we'll pick it back up in january and we've, we're going to be playing our first ever show in india mumbai Ooh, right. um which will be an amazing yeah really i think all of us are really excited about that to see you know going to a new country is always interesting to see how people react to music and yep. um yeah so that'll be do, fun do you do and a bit of research to, to kind of really to be honest just research <laughs> about where we're going oh, when you when you're going to a new place do you kind of check out the food check out the people check out the indigenous music that kind of thing yeah, well, yeah, we try and Todd's actually really good at researching, like uh, specifically restaurants. Right. So he'll spend ages <laughs> like reading blogs, you know, blogs and pretty, um, uh, pretty obsessed with food and you know, like good coffee or like right. wines if it's good wine in the region or whatever. Obviously, like not in India probably, but mm. it's yeah, and it's always like a big part of traveling. I think whether it is with the band or, or just in life, really. Like food, I think is the best way of like traveling and and kind of like getting more of like a, a culture and a country and like mm. what it's about. Um, so that's always something that that I'm 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 looking for, and we all look for really. We all yeah. really love that the side of it. So we've got some friends and family who've been to Mumbai before as well. So I'm gonna be um I'm gonna hit them up. And my cousin actually lived there for six months. She was a dancer in Bollywood. Um, right. Oh, jeez. So that's pretty I'm gonna cool. be like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just be like Maria. Yeah, give me a list of a uh, list of places to visit. I've got twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, we've got. Yeah, we got. We got, yeah, we got, yeah. We got two days. Got a couple of days. So right. we made sure that we got like you know, uh, a little bit extra time to sort of sit, uh, ha- have a look around, and yeah, be tourists as well. It sounds like you guys are having a ball. We do, yeah. I mean, we, we try to, as much as we can, make the most of, like, you know, because, like, you know, to be able, able to come to those parts of the world, you right. maybe wouldn't have ended up going there at all. In in a lifetime, there's, you know, only so many trips you can do. But obviously, when it is your job, then, you know, you, you, you go a lot more places. And obviously, I never thought I'd be going to Australia, like, 15-plus times yeah. in my <laughs> life, you know? And I didn't, I never, if you know, 17-year-old Dan told me now that, uh, or no, if I told 17-year-old Dan that he would go and see the Deftones in a small theatre in Adelaide at some right. point, he wouldn't have believed him. Very so, cool. And we did that last night, and it's like, <laughs> ah, this is unbelievable. This is our, this is like our job, you know, what the hell? How are we doing this? <laughs> very, <laughs> very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. Make some good choices. That's all right. Very good. All righty. Well, thanks for choosing to talk to me today. I appreciate it because I can tell you kind of got a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, next time you're down to this part of the world, please come to New Zealand. We'd appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. We'd love time, to. Thank you very much. See you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. All the best. Bye. <laughs>